when I do feel myself getting tired, when I do feel myself getting worn down, I remind myself how badly I prayed for this opportunity, how much I wanted this opportunity on my knees. When I feel that overwhelmness, I remind myself, you prayed for this, Rachel. You prayed for this. And so I want to invite you, is there something that's currently overwhelming you that if you step back and had some perspective on it, you would say, wait a minute, I prayed for this. Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you are having a great week. I've been so excited to do this podcast this week because I have some specific things to talk to you about. So you ready for this? Dun, 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 dun. We're going to talk about creativity today and perspective, creativity and perspective. But first, I want to start and share with you a really inspiring story. And it was just a normal day story. But I think, and I just told my husband this last night, I think life is what we make of it, right? Like, so let me tell you another story to get to that story. You know, you love my stories and my stories are coming out in the book and I'll be sharing that with you and just a little bit more about the book club and the cool things we're going to be doing with that. I was telling my husband last night, he's traveling and our bonus daughter lives with us. One of my bonus children lives with us full time. And so I was making her dinner and I went and picked her up from work. She's about to be 16. And we know that, you know, when a a kid becomes 16, they get their car and you barely ever see them and all of that. And as hard as it might be to run people here and there and everywhere, she's about to like fly the nest, fly the coop, have her own car. So I went and picked her up from work. She works, she plays volleyball, she makes great grades, she's just a good girl. And I was making a video, and she got in the car, and she was in the video, and we just talked, and we just have such a sweet relationship. And she came home, and she had tutoring. And so while she had tutoring, I said, I'm going to make you dinner. Now, listen, let me just talk to you about me as a cook. There are some things that I make really well, like really well, right? Like I make an amazing roast, I make an amazing um, vegetable soup. But then, you know, like probably a lot of us, I will um, venture out and try to make something new and it'll turn out fantastic or yeah, not so much. And it's not just me anymore that I'm experimenting on. I have bonus kids and a husband. And so, yeah, sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it is a big fat mess, but I just keep trying, right? And where I come from in my family We didn't use a lot of instructions, I would say, in the recipe. We just kind of a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of love, a little bit of that. So she's upstairs. She's getting her tutoring. And I know she loves Brussels sprouts, so I made her her Brussels sprouts. And then, um, (laughs) so good, I made her her Brussels sprouts, and I had chicken thighs. And I recently, I know this seems silly, but I recently got into chicken thighs. I'm like, chicken thighs are so good and so juicy. So... I had kind of made some not undercooked chicken, but it probably could have cooked a little bit more in a crock pot a couple of weeks ago. My poor family, they got served that. Not sick, not that level by any means, but just could have been a little bit better. Okay, self-editing here. And so I made her Brussels sprouts. I boiled some red potatoes, and there's a little nugget there too. And and then I made this chicken, and I, I did it on the top of the stove in a, in a pan and uh, some oil, and I just kept flipping it with a bunch of different spices and some lemon pepper and all of that. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, let it be good this time. Let it be good this time. Please let it be good this time. 
And so I made sure I did my internal temperature. They used to be my dad's thermometer, so that's special there too. My dad was a chef after he was in the military and before he got back into civil service. So a lot of my things in my kitchen are his, so that's really touching to me too. So I'm making this, this meal for her, and she comes down, and she's got her Brussels sprout. She loves it, and she, she sees me take my red potato, and chicken's on her plate and all that, and I'm so happy to serve her. And I told her, I said, I will bring it up to you while you're doing your tutoring. And she said, why don't I just come down and eat with you when I'm done? I said, even better. Love to spend time with you and talk with you and do those things. So uh, she comes down and she sees a coffee cup next to my plate. And she was like, she notices everything, by the way. And she says to me, what are you, what's, what's going on? Coffee cup? And, and I said, yeah. I said, let me tell you this little story. And I said, I remember, I don't know what made me think about it the other day, but really doing some more inner child work, sitting with my inner child. My girlfriend, Melanie Reese, has an amazing inner child meditation she did for us for one of my retreats. We'll link it in the show notes. It's amazing. Um, she just sent me some new stuff. I will see if I can get that uploaded with her permission as well, but we'll put the current inner child meditation in the show notes. So I said, I've been just thinking about my childhood, and I remember when I was your age, I was at my grandmother's house and I remember watching Nickelodeon, you know, like Nickelodeon, right? All, all day and, and uh, kaleidoscope and these different things on, on Nickelodeon. And I remember putting my red potatoes in a coffee cup or inside some cup and putting butter in there and sour cream and salt and whipping them up. They're like whipped potatoes um, in a cup. And she said, well, I want to try it. And so she goes, I'm watching her. She does it. And she goes, oh my gosh, this is good. And I was like, yeah. And so in that moment, um, I got to sit with my inner child. I got to share with my bonus daughter, the the beauty of a blended family. I got to share with my bonus daughter about something that happened in my childhood that I really loved. I got to bring it back. I got to momentarily sit in my grandmother's house, smell it, feel it, all of those things. And then I got to ask her, hey, what was something you ate in your childhood or that you eat now or could eat now that would remind you of your childhood? And she said pancakes from McDonald's because I used to stay at her grandmother's house all the time. It's very close to her grandmother. And I just love that. And so, so I was very close to my grandmother too. And so it was just an, an amazing night, right? Amazing afternoon, amazing night. And I texted my husband. And, uh, and this is the point of the story that I'm getting to for the other story, to get to for creativity. And I'm so glad that if you follow me, you follow my work, you kind of get my squirrel brain. It, somebody said to me once, I did not know how you were going to land the plane in your talk. I mean, you start here, then you go here, and you go here, and you go here. And, and they said, you know, honestly, just to be really transparent with you, I was worried, like, was this all going to come together? But you landed it, and you landed it beautifully. And 99% of the time I do, every once in a while, I'm like, oh gosh, what was I thinking? What was happening? But that was the beauty of being on the air on Sirius XM. It's being able to go around the world with these thoughts and then come back and land the plane. And also, especially in speaking. And that is something that I thank God for. It's a gift that I thank God for. So back to the story, I texted my husband and I said, I think that... Um, I think that the reason why I get so excited about this parenting thing and then also life, but just this parenting thing is you had 18 years and I'm, by the way, I'm going to stop apologizing for crying on my podcast because one, it's mine and two, I don't apologize for my emotions and three tears are a beautiful thing. But I said, I think the reason why 
I get so excited about parenting is you've had 18 years to, to, to do this. And I've had a year and a half officially. And so when I share something with one of them and they get it and I see them do it later, or I see them wear a bracelet from a school I went to or the shirts I brought back for them, or they hug me or they like my food. Those little things like just are salve for my soul. They also help me in grief. They help me stay close to my loved ones that are in heaven, my grandmother. They help me stay close to my dad, my mom. They help me stay close to God. And so I just want to encourage you today to celebrate the little things. And we think the little things are the little things, but actually, kings, queens, royals, the little things are the big things. And yesterday afternoon, I was when I was picking her up, I was making this video recounting this story. It's on my socials, but in case you didn't see it, I was in the grocery store yesterday. And um, I actually even got into the parking space and thought, oh, no, I need to go to UPS before I go to the grocery store. Do I need to pull out now and go to UPS? Because I don't want the groceries to get, you know, to get hot, starting to get warm here in North Florida. And so 90s warm, 90s warm. We've had the most beautiful spring here, like four months of spring. It's been great. And so I almost pulled out, but I didn't. I said, I'm already here. I'm already here. So I'm just going to go and do this thing. And just needed a few little things to replenish the groceries for the week for her lunch and different things like that. And I go in and I have my earbuds in. I'm listening to a podcast and then I take one earbud out because I'd like to be able to know what's going on around me and all of those things. And so I'm in the grocery store and I pull up on this aisle and I see this veteran, this Vietnam veteran. He had a shirt and his hat on. And he says to the guy that is stocking the shelves, he says, can you read this for me? He said, I need to figure out how much sugar content is in it. And the guy's like, you know, staring at it. He said, well, I don't have my glass. And he's trying. And I said, pull up right at the right time, right? No coincidences. Thank you, Kathy Lee Gifford. No word for coincidence in the English, or excuse me, in the Hebrew language. She said in her book, The Jesus I Know, which by the way, I quoted you, Kathy Lee. I'm going to tag you in this podcast. But I said, I've got good eyes. I can help you too. And so I look and I see that this drink has 21 grams of sugar in it. And I said, sir, I said, I think you could probably do better. And he said, really? He said, I just, but I really need my electrolytes. And so in that moment, my homeopathic, naturalistic background was perfect and on display. I said, let me help you. So we started to look at the different drinks and look at the sugar content, look at the artificial sugar, the electrolytes. And the guy that's stocking the shelves is standing there. He's kind of still watching. And, and this veteran is just thanking us both, thanking us both. I said, no big deal. I'm happy to help. And this guy, the guy that's stocking goes along his way. And, and I help him. And I said, listen to the veteran. I said, here's a great alternative. Very low sugar. It's got your electrolytes. My husband, my family drink it. I said, here's these different flavors. Here's a variety pack. And so I help him and I go along my way. And I see him later on by the eggs, and he just said, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And I said, no. I said, thank you. I said, that's why we exist. That's why we exist to help each other, to be able to be there for each other. Truly, you know, community is everything, right? And we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We're brothers and sisters on this planet. And by the way, none of us look the same. He's white. I'm brown. The stocking guy was black, you know, we were, and it was just a beautiful, amazing moment. And I know that I was meant to be in that Winn-Dixie at that moment. I wasn't meant to go to the UPS store. I wasn't meant to, the pod, I had a bunch of podcasts for the book yesterday that were amazing. 
and those schedules were kind of crazy, and I was meant to be there at that very time. So what I want to encourage you through that is start celebrating your life. It is worth celebrating. This one great life you have is worth celebrating. And it's like I told my husband, I'm going to celebrate it. And maybe in my celebrating my life that I made really good chicken, not like last time. You know, my bonus star loved my coffee cup potatoes. I took a picture of the two coffee cups and to nobody else would that matter. But when I go be with my maker, I told my, my best friend and then also my husband, get my phone, share my screenshots, share all the things that I, I never shared because I only share a fraction of the things I get from people. And one day you'll see a picture of two coffee cups with potatoes in it and you'll know what the significance of that was. But I'm begging you to celebrate your life. I'm begging you to see that coming up on a veteran who needed help, who was drinking a drink with 21 grams of sugar. That's what he was going to buy. And he's saying, I've got medical problems. I got this and I got that. And I said, well, honey, I said, you know, drinking a drink with 21 grams of sugar is not going to be good for that. Let's pick you an alternative. I was meant to be there yesterday. And while it seems like it was nothing and some people would just slough that off, that is what it means to be a joy starter. That is what it means, this whole podcast, this whole book. And one of the core tenets of my movement, I'm changing the narrative, is to be a joy starter and to be a noticer. And so I just had to share that, share that yesterday, the story that happened yesterday. And in the video, if you see it on my socials, you'll see my daughter get in the car. Sometimes I call her my daughter, my bonus daughter. She's got a great mom. I'm very lucky to be able to love her. And, um, and she gets in the car and she's in the video and she's showing this ring that I got her at this festival. And I love history. I'm a history nut. And she liked this ring. And we found out the significance of the ring. And it was this husband and wife team. Hello, love small business. Three of the places I'm going to be in the first two months of my book are independent bookstores, maybe even a fourth. And more on that later. And, uh, and so he tells us that they go out into the ocean and they find antique sea glass and where they found this sea glass from, they traced it back to a colonization that was there in the early 1800s. And then there was a natural disaster and pretty much everybody moved away. And, um, they traced this particular color glass back to a perfume bottle a French perfume bottle um, that predated that time. And so she's got it in a ring. And so not only does she have this ring, but now she has the memory and the history of it. And I got it for her and she's in the video. And it was just a sweet moment, a sweet night where it all came together. And I bet you, Joy Starter, I bet you, King, Queen, Royal, I bet you have, if you would think back these sweet nights where it seems mundane and ordinary or helping somebody with a, a drink in a store or making a good chicken or doing something that you did when you were little and you bring it to the forefront in your family, whatever your family looks like, a normal family or a blended family or any of those things. And um, those are actually, I'm going to challenge you, those are actually the biggest moments of your life. They are, I am telling you, and I'm just giving you a big old fat reminder when you leave this earth, if you have time to be on a, on a deathbed, it will not be your accomplishments. It will not be your money. It will not be your successes. It will be those sweet, precious moments, the people you helped, the people you love, and the memories you made. So if it's your doggy, celebrate that doggy and put 
put it out there. We have in the Joy Starters Club and the subscribers, we have a larger Facebook group, but then we have a subscriber group and we have a private WhatsApp chat and um, we do a, a call once a month and you can find out all the information on joystartersclub.com. But we have a deal where we all share our joy and it's doggies and their kids and hey, I had this kind of day. And that's it because the more we share our joy, the more we write it down in our journals that they get. And by the way, you probably want to get jump on board on that because it's just about to go up. There's a price hike because we're going to be sending things out and there's going to be more and more happening in that joystartersclub.com. But the more we notice these things, the more we help a veteran, the more we pass down our lineage, the more we celebrate our lives, the the sweeter it gets. And and science tells us what we focus on, we become, right? You can rewrite those neural pathways in your brain. Just telling you, it's the truth. So all of that to get to this, all of that to get to this. I, in creating this book, um, somebody asked me yesterday on this on a podcast, she said to me, I bet you're tired of these interviews. And I said, heck no, I'm not. And she said, really? And I said, yeah, let me explain. I said, when I do feel myself getting tired, when I do feel myself getting worn down, I remind myself how badly I prayed for this opportunity how much I wanted this opportunity on my knees, having an opportunity to write a book proposal years ago with the book agent that did Heaven is for Real and Left Behind and, uh, and not having a callback on that one and having my dreams crushed, but knowing why God did that and it's in the book and you'll get to read it. And, and then having years later, the opportunity to write it all those tears were not wasted. All those prayers were not wasted. I think it has to do with perspective. So when I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a lot to do and I got to do this and I got to do that. Da, da, da. Because I don't want to just put a book out there. And that's okay if you just want to put a book out there. Like I poured my heart and soul into this book. I sacrifice being away from my family. Writing a book is very lonely. You've got to sacrifice. You got to be away from people. You got to say no um, I got very, 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 very vulnerable in the book. Um, and it's like my girlfriend, Samantha said, it's like the closest thing to a stone tablet today. I mean, it's out there forever, right? Forever. I told other people's stories in the book. I put myself out there. I didn't do all that just to launch a book, launch a book. I did it to launch a book, you know, like launch a freaking bestseller. That's what I'm trying for. And not for my own gain, but to touch and affect as many lives as possible. And so when, like I said to her, I feel that overwhelmness, I remind myself, you prayed for this, Rachel. You prayed for this. And so I want to invite you in, like I always do in this podcast in my teaching, is there something that's currently overwhelming you that if you step back and had some perspective on it, you would say, wait a minute, I prayed for this. I prayed for this husband who leaves his laundry on the floor. I prayed for these kids that are eating me out of house and home. I prayed for this. Perspective is a beautiful thing. The other thing I'll say is this. The coolest part of this creating this book has been the ability to get super creative. And I think that's the coolest thing. I have friends that are musicians and this relates. I was talking to a friend of mine who is an international musician. She's in Estonia right now leading songwriting um, deals, and they've asked her to come there for a music festival. She's from South Africa. I call her a tiny giant. Her name is Laura Reed. 
You want to go check her out on Spotify, Laura Reed. And she's this tiny little human, this huge voice comes out of. But she said to me, launching a book is a lot like launching an album. It's all the hype, all the lead up, all the metrics, all of those things. And the coolest part has been the creativity that I get to put, I can do whatever I want within reason, right? Like I don't have to have a photo shoot for the book or I can have a photo shoot for the book. I don't have to partner with people that are inside the book or I can partner with people inside the book. I don't have to tell these people stories, but I can tell these people stories, right? So like the creativity has been amazing. So I'll tell you two quick stories um, of two partnerships that I have within the book already. And then there's more to come and then a way that you can be involved early. So the first is my friend, Laura. I put on one of her shirts the other day and it said, find your voice, joy is a choice. And it smacked me like right in the face. I'm like, what? Like, what, what? And so I went and looked at these lyrics to this song and it's called Wake Up. And I'm like, that is like the anthem of of the book. Like it's like fits it perfectly. So I call her and I ask her and I said, could we treat this like an official anthem of the book? Like the song for the book. And do a photo shoot with that in the background and use it and promote it and help you and also help the book. And she said, absolutely. So she gave me the permission to do that. So the my book literally has a, a song, an anthem. So you can go to Spotify right now and, and look up Laura Reed or Apple Music, Laura Reed, Wake Up. And that is the anthem of the book. And that is what Perspective brought me in saying, No, you. this is not overwhelming. You get to do this, right? You get to create this. Secondarily, um, in the book, you will also find when when you read it, there's a story about a woman named Leah who owns a tea shop in Nashville. And I found this tea shop when I first moved to Nashville, and it looked like something. Let me just walk with me really quickly. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. If you, if you aren't driving, close your eyes. Um, this tea shop looks like something out of The Hobbit. I mean, it is like there was herbs hanging from the ceiling and jars all lining the walls. And you would go in there and you felt like you were walking into another world, right? And her and her husband are master herbalists. They studied everywhere from Asia to Appalachia tea. And just a neat, really neat place. And so they had a place, they moved to a bigger place, had a kombucha bar in the back. They asked you not to talk on your phones to like, they'd give you postcards to write to people. They'd ask you to sit down and talk to people and journal and play card games and just an amazing place. And I'll tell you more about it, the rest of the story in the, in the book. But, um, when I was getting ready to get my influencer boxes, sent out, which you typically send those, and I'm giving you some backstage information, behind the curtain information about writing a book. When you send those out, you typically send them to 30 or 40 people that are your friends that will share, that will share with their audience, their mailing list, their socials, and talk about it because you want to spread the word to as many people as possible beyond your own current audience. And so when I was getting ready to do those, I was thinking about the different people that had sent me Uh, author influencer boxes over the years. And I've gotten some really neat things inside of it. And I remember thinking when I got one of my girlfriends, um, she's a pastor, Allie Patterson. She had a piece, a bar of soap from Thistle Farms in Nashville. And Thistle Farms uh, employs women that have come out of trafficking, sex trafficking, right? And so I thought, and it just hit me, like, it, it hit me. It's like, what I've been thinking, what am I going to put inside mine? You know, a crown, a keychain, a sticker. Like, what am I going to put inside mine? Because a crown is really synonymous of 
the movement and the book and everything, I believe that, you know, king, queen, royal, and the last part is to be inclusive, and everything that I believe is inside your soul. And so I had been thinking that, but when I saw that Thistle Farms soap, I said, the tea, it's the tea, it's the tea. So I called Leah up and turns out because as I'd mentioned, that tea shop had blown away in the 2020 tornado, um, survived a few, very, very close calls. The tea shop had, had blown away, but they had taken their business online. And so I called her and I had this crazy idea. And I said, what if we created a joy starter tea? And this creative angel, and she is an angel. Some people are walking this planet and I think they have their angel wings hidden and she is one of them and you will learn more about it in the book. But she said, let's do it. So inside the influencer boxes are going, are you ready for this? Joy starter tea, our literal own tea. And these tea, these teas are not like anything that you buy in the store. First of all, the tea bags are like four times the size. They are handcrafted by hands by master herbalists that they employ. They pay them a living wage, a great wage. And every time you buy a tea bag from them, they save one square foot of forest. Okay. Secondarily, they've got a little sheet in there that talks about the tea company, and you can plant that, and it plant and it grows wildflowers. Also, you can use their tea bags over and over and over again, um, sometimes up to three to five times until you don't have any taste left in it. And also, she shared with me that a lot of times when you're buying tea, maybe in the grocery store, if that plant is not planted in its native place, it's stripped of its nutrients and minerals that you're supposed to be getting from that tea. And on top of that, sometimes they spray it with artificial flavors, right? And, and things that you really don't need. And it's not what you, what it appears. And so this tea, not only you're doing a good thing, you're reforesting our country. Um, you are giving people a living wage. You're doing all these things, right? And you know what you're getting is good and you're supporting small business. It's going inside the boxes. But what's even cooler is she's going to make it for sale. So people can buy this joy starter tea. Can you hear the joy in my voice? I'm just through the roof. So once again, benefiting somebody else, a strategic partnership, and I get to show the world her tea and this tea company and this company and these people that I fell in love with when I lived in Nashville. That is the power of creativity. That is the power of stepping back from your circumstance and saying, I prayed for this. I prayed for this job that is killing me. I prayed for this, whatever. I prayed for the, you know, the time that I may get up early in the morning to learn a new skill so I can start a different job or start my side hustle or whatever it may be, right? And so I just wanted to give you a little bit of a background on uh, the creativity and, and the perspective and the hard work and the hustle that's going into this book. And lastly, lastly, I want to tell you about the Book Launch Club. Had to take a quick break to meet with my fine friends at Baker Tilly. They have been amazing, amazing friends and allies in the space of mental health and just general student and administration wellness at the collegiate level. So I had to pause for a minute, take a call, and I'm back to finish this podcast with you to tell you about the Book Launch Club that I would absolutely love, love, love for you to be a part of. It'll be launching at the end of this month, and you will have a chance to have an advanced reading of the book with me, and I've dreamed about this for a really long time. 
And that's the opportunity to tell you the story behind the story, to discuss the book together, an advance opportunity to, to do that, to read the book, and to let me show you pictures and do all the things that I dreamed of doing when I wrote the book. And part of the book launch team, my friend Natasha is leading it, is you will be in a Facebook group. You will be asked to share graphics, share the book at the same time. We'll all share certain graphics at the same time. We'll share messages. We'll share reviews. You will talk about the book. If you want to be a cheerleader for me for the book, this is for you. The buy-in is that you've ordered a copy, you pre-ordered a copy, and then secondarily that you've written a review on anything, anything in the past year that you can show. I have been told by experts that the, how do I say this, that the people that actually participate is like, you know, 50% of the people that actually participate. I said, no, 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 not my people. (laughs) My people that love me and love the book and are excited are some of the most boisterous and passionate and amazing people. So I know the people that sign up for the book launch club, the book launch team, we're going to name it something fun like Jump for Joy book launch team or something fun like that. Um, And we're still working on that. Again, it'll come out at the end of this month. You will see it all over my socials. I will give you the opportunity here on the podcast to be able to sign up for it as well. And so I just want to get you a little bit excited about that book launch club because I'm excited about it to share it with you guys. So thank you for just allowing me to have all this passion and treble and enthusiasm in my voice today and barely be able to catch my breath because life is so exciting And when it gets overwhelming, again, what we say, I step back and gain that perspective and it helps me ground myself. What did you pray for? What is something that is overwhelming you right now, but you prayed for in the past? That's what I want to leave you with, Joy Starters. I love you. I'll see you in two weeks. I'll see you way before that on socials if we interact or on the newsletter. But I'll see you in two weeks and I'm so thankful for you.